0: Listen to Bleed TV, the only podcast for today's best shows and movies. I'm Zach. And I'm Cash. And tonight we are doing The Outsiders there we go. Season 2 preview cast. And I'm excited to tell you guys that we have Krista Myers Gill on the show tonight. She is the amazing and awesome, lovely person to talk to that won the contest to be on The Outsiders Season 2. Uh, how are you doing tonight, Krista?
1: I'm good. How are you guys?
0: Oh. Best day ever now that we're talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Krista, I have to ask, you know, before anybody, you know, there was a lot of sour grapes out there. There's a lot of people who are pretty upset that you won this contest, but before we even get into how you went into the video and everything like that, uh, again, thank you for joining us tonight, but really, my biggest question to start out with is, why Outsiders? Why did we choose this show um, to be a fan of, what drew it to you? Tell us about your experience. What brought you to this?
1: I'll um, well, start out with seeing the previews on TV, and I was a huge Sons of Anarchy fan. So of course, Ryan. Aren't Lynch
2: we all? Yeah, there we go. Drew
1: me right in. <laughs> but, you know, lo- loved him on Sons of Anarchy. Was loved him on Bates Motel. Was really happy to see that he was going to be on a show in a main role. Um, Absolutely.
0: I mean, everybody I ever preached to said the only reason I got into this was because I heard Ryan Hurst joined the program.
2: And I mean, that's how we even found out about it is through Twitter and stuff. Someone told us that uh, he was going to be on the show and everything. We checked it out like a week before it came on and we were instantly hooked just off the preview.
0: But I got to be honest with you, Krista, uh, Little Foster, you know, Ryan Hurst's first season – was tough to watch for a long time. I'm not going to lie. Just if you're a a true Ryan Hurst fan, you have to admit it was tough to watch him the way they decided to write his character.
1: It was was hard. Um, Of course, people do the comparisons between Opie and Little Foster.
0: Because he was not Opie. Some
1: similarities with the gentleness and everything, but Little Foster is his own beast. And I think by the end of the season a lot of people started to realize that.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Oh, uh, yeah. I think it's a total accurate statement, totally. All right, so what were the parameters of the contest? I can have to tell you personally, I did not get into the contest. I'd heard about the contest. Uh, but knowing my luck with anything contest is I'm a guaranteed loser. So <laughs> um, what were the parameters and what, 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 what made you decide to do what you did and how did it win?
1: So the contest was sponsored by WGN, the network that the show airs on. And they came up with a contest to show Outsiders why you were the biggest, or as they say, feralist fan. They had uh, the parameters were you had to submit a video, homemade video, it had to be two minutes or under, and it had to show, like I said, why you were the biggest fan. So, uh, well, that's
0: awesome. Now, if I remember, I watched me a your while video. To enter. <laughs> Didn't I watch? It? No, correct me if I'm wrong. Your video uh, was you dressing up as all the characters. Is that right?
1: That was part of my video. Yeah, there there was a short section where I dressed up as the main characters.
0: Who is your favorite one to dress up as?
1: Hassle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord! So, are you like the other million women around here who are just you know, uh, he can do no wrong because of his looks and appeal?
1: I his innocence, ooh, ooh. the character of Hassel, his innocence is just, it makes you want to root for him. He actually, I started watching the show because Ryan was on it, but by the end of the first episode I made a joke on our discussion thread in our group that Hassel got my first impression rose.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> I like it Because I remember Our first pod Like I knew at the very, By the end of that First episode He was going to be My favorite character On the show I mean he just Stole every scene That he was in
1: Yes, yes
0: he, he's and Kyle, Kyle
1: is an amazing Actor in everything I've ever seen him in Oh yeah so I watch him In other things And say Oh that's Hassel
0: Yep. What's crazy is is that I was a die diehard Law and Order fan, which is telling my age a little bit. But believe it <laughs> or not, he was an extra on Law and Order uh, multiple yep. times, and you would not recognize the guy when you if you saw him what he what he used to be look like and how he acted. But even then, he was phenomenal, and so it's just it's awesome to see him him blossom into the actor that he is today. So uh, he
1: played totally this amazing short role on the Shield.
0: Ooh. Oh, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s one of my top three shows ever, so i I, I got to go back. You know, what are he we talking was, about?
1: He was the son who was murdering people and his mother tried to turn him in. I haven't seen The S.H.I.E.L.D. in years, but it was just such a strong performance that his performance in the show alone stood out to me.
0: You've given me a solid <laughs> reason to go back <laughs> and catch reasons. up. So. <laughs> That is awesome. Now you ah. gotta go
1: binge the
0: Shield again. <laughs> yes, and there's nothing wrong with that. Now, anybody listening, if you have not watched the Shield, you are missing out because that is the original groundbreaking FX show that has allowed for TV viewers to be able to see more violence and more risque things on uh, network television, and uh, it was it was the forefront. You know, it was before its time, and so no, definitely no. encourage everybody to go see it. Um, all right, so you win the contest. How did they break the news to you? You know, what what did you win?
1: I won a trip to Pittsburgh to visit the set. Um, one of the parts was a possible walk-on type role on one of the episodes. Um, that did happen. Ooh! So, you
0: suck. Uh, so lucky. <laughs> uh,
1: sorry. So I did get the film. Um, you won't see me till episode eleven, but it'll be it'll be fun watching everything up until then. Um, so I spent uh, a day in Pittsburgh, kind of seeing the some of the behind the scenes stuff, and then the next day doing the filming stuff, and then I got to fly home.
0: Now you did it get to take a friend a with you, right? Short
1: whirlwind trip, but it was awesome. I'm sorry, what?
0: You did get to take a friend with you too, right? I did. So who was the and lucky friend?
1: Lucky friend was my friend Kathy. She's actually been with me since the Sons of Anarchy days as one of my admins on the group. She lives in the Pittsburgh area, so it wasn't hard for her to get there. She lives in Butler, which is about 30 minutes outside, I think. Nice. And it was the first time the two of us ever met in person.
0: Wow. That's That's cool. That's cool. That, that's that, that. That makes it that much richer. That's sweet. All right, so it, I got to know. Awesome. Did they and put she'll you...
1: tell you she misses me because I brought her coffee every morning.
0: <laughs> that's the way to win a true
2: friend, right there.
0: Yeah. When we get done with the recording, we're going to send you our address for that coffee as well. <laughs> um, so I got to know. Did they? Did they put you in the Motel Six or was this like the Waldorf Astoria when they hooked you up at Pittsburgh? <laughs> me up. <laughs> no, you weren't outside sleeping on the mountain or anything. I was
1: not outside sleeping on the mountain, but that would have been really cool. <laughs> I would have done that.
0: <laughs> ah, I got you. <laughs> Next time, I got you. All right. So we got. What people want to know is, is that what was it like to be on set? I mean, yeah. t- t- tell me what what your experience was. Well,
1: after watching each episode at least five times and knowing. The set from what you've seen on TV, and then to walk onto the set and see it in person for the first time is just mind-blowing.
2: I bet. Is the mountain mountain as overwhelming as it seems?
1: It. it, Overwhelming is a good word. (laughs) 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 It's different. It's not what you'd expect.
0: Yeah.
1: But I, I don't want to ruin any of that magic.
0: No. Yeah. No, no. 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 No.
1: The the great thing about being on set is you start to see how much detail they put into the buildings that you don't quite notice on TV. Yeah,
0: I watched your little the video that showcased your visit and some of the things you pointed out. You know, were like the the, the, the soda tab, can tabs, tabs and. <laughs> You know steering with all these things like that, and I was, I, I'm our podcast. We we try to pride ourselves on the details, mm-hmm. and seeing that stuff, man, that just you know that's that starts my tractor. I'm not going to lie to you. It's just one <laughs> of those things, and uh, it was great to see that the set pieces and the people who put those together really have gone the extra mile. And every actor we've spoken to on the show talks about how it's uh, their key word is authentic. Yes, and. Yes. Uh, <laughs> And did you get that same kind of vibe when you were there? Yes, that's awesome.
1: Got it. Very like like it was real, and it had been there for two hundred years. Oh, uh,
0: again, jealous. All right. So, okay. what was your favorite recording experience, or who who was your favorite uh, actor to work with? That was your. Give me an example of an experience you had.
1: Uh, let's see. Experience. I can I can say my favorite people that I. Got to work with were Craig and Shern, Mark
0: Jeffrey
1: Miller and Tina Alexis yeah. Allen. Oh yeah, we, two lovely people. We, we, we've talked to amazing people, of them down
0: kind of, to earth as I've ever met. Were you kind uh, of nudging the uh,
2: relationship between them a little bit?
1: Got to, yeah, seeing the relationship on screen and off. Oh great Great, not that type of relationship.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, I think friend. I think he would like it to be that way, let me tell you. Oh <laughs> he, th- he thinks the world uh, I'm hurt. I'm
1: a total shake shipper. So yes. if Sherman and Craig could just become a couple it, by the end of the season, that would make my year.
0: We're <laughs> down. Oh we would go crazy. We're down. Yeah. We're down. <laughs> so Yeah, we we spoke to both of them and we're just talking about I just you have no. You, there is this huge stigma or stereotype that you know most actors or a lot of them are, you know, uppity and, and above just, you and talk down and just you know are unreachable, unapproachable. And, not one of
1: the people I met was that way. No, that oh, seem like really?
0: Most, oh, now I'm it, drooling. I, now I, <laughs> you got to talk now.
1: <laughs> no, nobody, nobody was uppity. So, I mean, Everyone. From the background actors, who I've become great friends with some of them, and I love you guys if you're listening. Um, thank you for being so awesome to me while I was in Pittsburgh. Um, the background actors, the supporting cast, the main cast, everyone that I met, whether on set or the day before offset, were all welcoming, and I felt like I was part of the family.
0: That's
2: awesome. So no hazing or I felt anything. like
1: I had been going there every day. And they just walked on there, and
0: that's awesome. I, I so, did well. so did I hear you correctly? There was one actor that was not so much.
1: No.
0: Okay, I just make a sure. shoot. No, no, no. I I'll said all, sure. all of them
1: were all of them were great. Okay,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh man, maybe I got somebody the, misfired. The
1: best thing I have to give major, major kudos to Christina Jackson. Yeah. She came out of her way on her day off to spend the afternoon with me.
0: But, oh, man. that See, that's what you want to hear. That's what the average person, the average Joe listening or watches the show wants to know, that these are real, people authentic, just, that are good people. And we have yet to hear a single negative thing about anything involving outsiders. I think that's part of the reason it adds so much appeal for us, is that you're rooting for people that, I mean, and, you feel like
2: you just go out and grab a drink with or just hang out with on a Sunday afternoon on your porch and just talk to. Right. Oh, yeah.
1: Christina, I would totally hang out with
0: any time. You know, what's great is, is <laughs> we're, that... we
1: Jersey girls, though.
0: Oh, well, there you go. Well, there you go. So. The other thing is, too, is, like, here's an example. Like, Cash and I and my brother Jake, we have covered several shows, and we have attempted to try to talk to actors and, you know, talk to them through social media and so on. And on Outsiders... We have yet, I mean, yet to be denied or told no when it came to a couple minute conversation or a sound bite or anything when it comes to the show. And we've already lined up a few other people for this season and we've just started talking to them, you know, and everything like that. And they were immediately excited and uh, awesome that we would even want to join us for, you know, a phone interview like you're doing. And that's what. Is just driving at home. This is one of the best shows we're ever going to watch. Yeah, because it has Definitely. such a personal connection the for cast us.
1: Is amazing. Um, Peter Tolan takes the time to answer my questions on Twitter.
0: Oh, that's which nice. I think
1: is awesome. Uh, <laughs> while I was there at the set, uh, Michael Weimer came and spent a couple hours. Introducing me to people, showing me behind-the-scenes stuff, telling me what this person does, what that person does, and making sure that, you know, we know that the show is definitely more than the actors. Oh, yeah. So many people behind the scenes that go in bringing this together, from the gala crew who does the catering to the people who sew tiny buttons on things. And make sure that the continuity correct. And there's uh, the medic, Casey, who was one of the nicest people I've ever met. I liked him. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Does he get a lot of work with all the stunt team and stuff, making
0: sure no one gets hurt and keeping everybody safe? Right. Oh, that is that is too cool. Good job, Casey. Too cool. So I saw you had several photo ops where you got to take pictures with a lot of the actors. Um Are they as big as they look on the mountain? Because, I mean, Ryan Hurst
2: definitely looks like a mountain compared to everybody else. He is
1: huge. (laughs) (laughs) I'm only 5'4". He's 6'4", so there's a good foot. Oh, wow. But then you throw on those boots that he wears.
0: (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) And then you get a
1: couple more inches taller. Yeah, I just fit right in his armpit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's too cool. Uh, I actually true.
1: met Ryan a few years ago at a Sons of Anarchy event where I was wearing good three, four-inch heels, and I still look a foot shorter
0: than him. Oh, wow. <laughs> so. Wow, that's insane. All right, well, um, the premiere. Now, The premiere was, what, last week, right, or a week or so ago?
1: They had uh, the first showing of the premiere at the Paley Center in L.A. last week. They actually have another showing going on tonight for the Star and OK Magazine contest that they had. I don't know if you saw that.
0: Mm-hmm. No, that was it was just a
1: kind of enter random draw. Okay. Type okay. Thing. So that's going on tonight. So they're doing two two premieres before the actual premiere so, on Tuesday the twenty fourth. So
0: you were, you, so let's say, you didn't live around this, you know. Uh, I mean, you were living in San Diego, were they going to fly you wherever you lived to go to the premiere as well, or was it just because of your proximity to the premiere?
1: I think it was my proximity.
0: Okay. And so, yeah. will were you, were you just drive over there and, and were able to join in on the premiere?
1: I drove up, watched the premiere, stayed and chatted a little bit, and then drove home in pouring rain that night, two and a half hours.
0: Ooh, wow. It was worth every second <laughs> it of it. It was
1: worth every second.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so are you still
2: itching to see it again on Tuesday?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, of course, <laughs> you know, there's things I missed while watching it. That one of my biggest things while watching it is trying to get every detail in. Cause mm-hmm. I'm oh, yeah. I'm detail-oriented. Well. But um, also, I was looking for all of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I got you, I got you. So, did you get to walk in on, like, the red carpet with everybody else, or, you know...
1: No, they had... The Paley Center is not, like, a big theater. Okay. They had a small party upstairs for the, the main cast and everyone, and then it was just the theater. Oh, okay. Uh, that we went and watched it in. I had... Um, a couple people came and sat with me during the showing, and I got to meet some people afterwards. I did get to see Ryan Ryan beforehand. And I got to meet Peter
2: Mattai. Very nice. That's the, the very creator.
1: Cool. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, Joe, that is sweet. Did you get to ask him He's any a very, questions very or nice anything? Man. Or yeah, oh,
1: I'm sorry. Little
0: little Q and A. Did you have a little chance for Q and A Q&A with him?
1: You know, it was kind of by accident that I got to meet.
0: Him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, those At are the first, best meetings. Oh, yeah, he, he was. I was outside waiting for a couple of people to show up and he got out of his car he wasn't driving he got out of his you know uber. Chauffe- chauffeured car <laughs> and <dropped laughs> off. his Is uber he car <laughs> he, walked, he walked right up to me
0: <laughs> oh wow well there you go
1: because he knew who i was
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh little star status i like that i like that so,
1: so that was pretty cool and absolutely shook my hand talked for a couple minutes and very nice man. Very All right, so
0: uh, you've seen the premiere. Me, so, what can you tell us about the premiere? You know, what what, what are we what are we in for?
1: I can give you one word. <laughs>
0: okay, we'll take it.
1: <laughs> Fierce. Fierce. Ooh.
0: Oh, that's yeah. I didn't to hear. I didn't figure you could answer the question, but I was sure gonna try. <laughs> and, you know, put you on the spot there, but that
1: that's my that's my one word to describe.
0: I hear you. I the hear. Premiere. I, I, I hope so. You know, I, I've read some things here and there, and they talk about how the show picks up right where it left off, and I just I, is going to be action packed.
2: And uh-huh. if you liked the last season, this season was going to floor us. Yeah, so we're it, it, it's going to set
1: up the entire season.
0: Sweet, that's what I want to see. You know, that's uh, I just think it's I think it's really well written. I think it's really well directed. I think they the casting director is nailed it nailed it with the the personalities the people they brought on cast um you know I, I i just i just love the show and i i love that you know i'm i'm happy that you got to experience that mm-hmm. and you're sharing it with us that's something i i think is pretty cool is that like I there's said, so
1: much more i have to share that
0: i can't yet <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that save it. yeah but what did it mean to you i'm to like is picked? it
1: march yet not that i want to <laughs>
0: The Rest speed through the, the show. Or anything. Or anything.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, what did it mean to you to be picked? What was, was that uh, yeah. a culmination of things? I mean, what
2: does it mean to be known as like the most feral person?
1: It's I. I can't even explain. Just not. I'm not going to say how bad I wanted to win, but how bad I wanted to win. <laughs> <laughs> Everything that I put into the, the fan groups and the social media and how much time and what people don't realize, I think, is all the time and dedication I put to doing the social media stuff for Feral Territory. Oh, yeah. That's I mean right. yeah.
2: We've seen not a lot paid. of your like your notebook it's, and everything. Oh, yeah. yeah,
1: It's not paid.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, well, that's, I mean... Uh, that's what do you call, that's me. I'm doing
1: this because I, I fell in love with the show. I had not connected to anything like this since Sons of Anarchy and no offense to Sons of Anarchy, I loved all my experiences with that show as well and running groups for that, but Outsiders has gone above and beyond.
0: That's what you want to hear. That's great. A, that's the best paycheck there is, isn't it?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, that, that's awesome. That is awesome. It, it,
1: as soon as I saw them announce that contest and the video thing, I got the plan in and I was like, I, did this. I have to win this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you did. Yeah, I mean that's that was great. I mean it really was good, and I mean congratulations to you. You know, and oh thank you. You know that's uh, I'm I'm just jealous. So I mean I'm just gonna be honest with you. You know, uh, I
1: oh here's here's a little bit tidbit that video, my two minute video, mm-hmm. I filmed over two days in a hundred and five degree weather.
0: I thought so, I thought San Diego never got above eighty. What are you talking yeah. about?
1: It it was our heat wave.
0: Your heat wave. <laughs> That's a Tuesday. Come to come to Mississippi, and let me tell you what humidity is. And uh, oh,
1: I lived in Orlando for four years. I know all about humidity. Yeah.
0: yeah, and we have mosquitoes that carry away small children as well. So you have know. you seen my hair? Good old mosquitoes. That's right. So totally, totally, totally. Well, Krista, I can't thank you enough. It is uh, it has been such a pleasure to talk to you tonight. It has been uh, it, it's been an awesome experience for us because you know. We really look forward to the show coming up. We really look forward to getting to see all the actors we've got to speak with and all the actors we're getting lined up. We you know, we've already talked to um, you know, Philip who's Eddie Beverridge and as well we've got Eddie. to He's a cool guy, and we're you know we set up uh old Jay who's uh, Ryan Hurst's stunt. Um, double, I did not
1: double. get to meet Jay. He was not there doing stunts during my. visit. Right,
0: and he uh. So you know, Jay,
1: if you're listening to this, you have my address and said you were going to show up at my door, so I'm nah, still
0: waiting for that well, to happen. Holding you to it. <laughs> holding you to it, and so we really wanted to kind of talk to him. I'd love to hear the stunt side because you know they're. I'm, I think Cash and I both agree that you know when we watch the Academy Awards and we watch like that, we're wondering what day are they actually going to put the stunt awards in there. Yeah, because what... we were talking to good old Ed about it and everything. Yeah, I mean it's, you know, we yeah. completely agree that that right there is uh, is an unappreciated art that makes these shows more dynamic, interesting to watch and it's yeah. underappreciated and uh, we'd like to hear from some, a guy who does that line of work and of course on one of our favorite shows and so we got him lined up and we got a few others we're going to work up in and towards the end of the season. So, uh, it's shaping up to be a great year for us, for outsiders. And we look forward to being a part of, you know, the feral territory and enjoying, you know, communicating back with you guys and, and fans and just discussing the season overall. And, uh, so, again, really, really appreciate you joining us tonight, Krista. I uh, can't thank and you. I enough. I want
1: to thank you guys for asking me to do this.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're gonna. It's, it's our privilege. I'm yeah, not going to lie to as you. As soon
2: as we heard that you wanted everything, we knew we had to have you on just to hear about the experience and everything. We're just so happy that somebody who truly loves the show and everything was able to get this experience.
0: Yeah, there, there's absolutely no doubt. Because,
2: I mean, being a part of your group and everything, we know how much work you
0: put into this. Absolutely. So, again, congratulations, girl, and we are going to look forward to talking to you again real soon down the road. March.
2: March. Absolutely. There you go.
0: March it is. (laughs) All righty. Well, big gid gid y'all to you.
1: Gid gid
0: all Man, it was great to talk to Krista. I don't know about you, but that that girl seems uh, just as real as everybody else. Oh,
2: man, fantastic experience, and it was just great talking to her and just see the show through her eyes.
0: Yeah, there's no doubt, no doubt. So let's get into the second part of our uh, our show, our preview cast here, because it is a preview of season two. Absolutely. Um, and we're kind going to go down the line of what we kind of think we're going to have in store for the season coming up. Now, we have no insider knowledge. We have nothing, I would say. So if you were expecting major revelations here, Uh, You're sadly mistaken. (laughs) Um, Not to say we want you to quit listening, but we've got some kind of ideas what we think is going on. There's going to be some paint thrown. Yeah, there's going to be a little bit. Um, But a lot of it's based on if you watch the preview stuff they're giving you a um, pretty detailed if you look at it close, and then um, some of the actors and some of the things they've said on social media, and some of the things that have been buzzed out there. We're going to kind of hit some of those big ones on like a nail on the head and roll with that. Um,
2: yeah, I mean, we're just going to kind of give one idea for each character and then uh, kind of play off of that. and We'd love to see what y'all think about it.
0: Yeah, when y'all get done listening, if you agree, disagree, think we're crap, think all, Krista was awesome, whatever, we want some feedback. Don't be shy. Hit us up. And if you got a second to even give us a review, grow it. Um, for, well, of course, the, the I would say the biggest mystery is is that they've never really confirmed or denied is, of course, Big Foster. Um, Cash, do you believe the man will be a part of the second season?
2: Okay. I definitely think he's going to be a part of the second season. But I don't think he's necessarily going to be alive in a part of the second season. I think it's going to be a lot like uh, Lady Ray, where we just kind of see his ghost haunting here and there.
0: Uh, I totally see this. I see him being a, you know, a constant reminder to Little Foster or other things.
2: So you you think Little Foster? I'm thinking more towards Gwen, you know, kind of haunting her and, you know, kind of being what Lady Ray was to him. You know, she's going to get that guilt trip and everything. Because she might not have pulled the trigger on him or anything, but she was the main reason.
0: I'm I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I mean, I really don't care who he is. The ghost to you just want to see him. I I'm, I'm happy he's gonna Dave Morse is gonna stay on his show if that's the case, which I think he will be. I think he'll be a much more limited role. Um, but I'll be honest with you, I'm not excited that he's not a part of the show. If this is true, yeah. Um, I mean,
2: I can see that because we all know. I wasn't his biggest fan at the beginning of the season.
0: No, well, I mean, the sad thing is is that he was one of my top favorite actors on the show. Unfortunately, you wrote him to be the bad guy, and if it wasn't a bad guy, you love to be the bad guy. No. That was the part that was difficult for me, is that considering this guy's acting chops and what he brings to the table. Are some a- of the best out there. Yeah, and he did a great job. Uh, I just, you, you, you want to root for the guy, and there was nothing to root for. Yeah, him. no,
2: like at no point in time did they give him anything that you're just like, yeah, I really want to go for him. Like, he was just kind of like the dick that was just making bad decisions.
0: Absolutely. I mean, not to compare it to another show, but like if you're a Walking Dead fan, there are people out there who are rooting for Negan. Yeah. Who love the bad guy. They love the way he's written. I'm, I'm so going to be on. honest, I, I root for Negan. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, it brings another element to the show, and unfortunately, David Morris' character... Morse, um there was never a situation for me that was like, Yes you know, and but we gave all that to Asa. Yeah, but I also don't think it was intended to be that way either. So you know, so it's all about what your intentions, expectations of the character are, and I don't think the writers were intended for people to fall in love with him because he was the bad guy. And so it's I'm just kind of torn. You know, you want something bad enough and when you don't get it it puts a bad taste in your mouth. That's yeah. just how it is. And so I'm very concerned about uh, David Morris' uh, future on the show. Um, I think he's a part of it, but I think it's going to be very limited. Um, I think it's only going to be in those situations where he's a ghost or so on. Because, uh, you know, through some of our looking through things, they talk about how his body is not – found mm-hmm. um, you know because if you remember the end of last season kind of disappeared. he was shot and then he was not where he was supposed to be and his body was found at his the grave site of his mother and now supposedly this season they're going to come to that spot and his body's going to be gone and so it makes you wonder okay is this going to be a character that has fled and who survived but is going to come back and cause problems or is this going to be one of those things where when a character dies that you see him in these ghost or apparition um, kind of character from this point forward. But, I mean, you're thinking he's dead as well? Uh, to me, I, I don't see the probative value of keeping him alive. I think his arc ended because he is no longer in control. He doesn't have yeah. the things he had. Because causes too much him con- back. Yeah, bringing him back would be just one more link on the chain that was unnecessary. Yeah. Um, and so, yes, I do 100% believe he's not around. I, if anything, his memory or his ghost is just driving people to do something, and just much like his mother did. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Um, as for other characters, what about Asa? Um, I got, whoo, I'm getting a really bad vibe that Asa is not going to be much for this season.
2: Man, I don't know. Like I mean, I want to take a good stab at him, but as we know, I think I've missed every single shot on Asa that I've taken.
0: Yeah. Um, but uh, He's I'm, completely unknown. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the only thing they give you in the previews, the only thing we got through social media and everything else is that... Um, he's looking to be off the mountain a good Yeah, day. he looks like he is. Uh, he's over being the going back to the mountain. Um, he looks like a man that's torn apart. And, I mean, I'm still really hoping that we get his background. Like, just
2: one full episode dedicated to him and everything that he went through when he wasn't on the mountain.
0: That would be cool to have, you know, a little touchback I don't see it though. No, I, I don't, don't see, see the it. show doing it. Uh, unfortunately, they're not like the Walking Dead, who will do a complete single character arc for an entire episode. Even
2: though we don't really want
0: those. No, no, no. Sometimes they're good in Walking Dead, and sometimes it is a complete you you couldn't get wet falling out of, out of a boat. You no. Know? Um, so now I don't think that's just their style. I just I. I think what's going to happen this season is is that we're really going to spread the characters out, and we're going to have a lot of individual storylines, but not an entire season or episode dedicated to a single storyline. Yeah. Um, uh, do
2: you think he's going to leave like the town or anything? Because I mean, we see this train
0: and everything. We haven't really seen a train before. You know, I think about the Vin Diesel movie, A Man Apart. You know, I think he's a man without. Connections to anything anymore. Mm-hmm. I think he feels betrayed for what Glenn, Gwen did with him. Absolutely. I think, I, mean, that she... I think he has no future. He was contemplating suicide when he came back to the mountain. Now he's off the mountain. He's got to have some kind of new mission because the only thing that kept him afloat for the first season was having a renewed sense of honor or you know, yeah. wanting to get back with Gwen and change the well, mountain. I mean, he had
2: the prophecy and everything from Lady Ray and stuff. Right, right, and... right. right. But I mean, we've got to find out how he's going to get off the mountain. I mean, Gwen went and threw him back into that cage that he spent, what, six months in?
0: Yeah, but everything you've ever seen of him is, is that he's out. You see him at train yard, he's in a white t shirt. Oh, I mean, he, I know he gets, he gets out and stuff, but yeah, I mean, but I'm I mean,
2: interested. Like, is that how, you know, Hassel gets off the mountain? And I could be
0: something as simple as somebody just opens the gate and he walks away. Yeah,
2: it could be. There's something. not many people in there that are just going to. I mean, it's Hassel and Craig, and that's about it.
0: Which are two dynamic yes. characters. I would not mind doing that. So. Um, but, I, you know, Asa, I'm 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 concerned about his character. I think he's going to be a situation where uh, he's going to be a man apart for a while, and then comes back in as a redemptive arc towards the end. I think he becomes Brennan. I uh, I don't know how or anything, but that is a step out there, sir. <laughs> that is uh, maybe a bridge too far. Um, you know,
2: I, I love being wrong with my man Asa and uh, willing to do it again. But well,
0: you say that he might become Brennan. L- let's ad- let's address that. Uh, I think we both agree, Gwen, as the new Brennan, um, I think you you said it before we podcast, and I 100% agree, is that I think in her leadership, she's going to make one big mistake or yep. one catastrophic flaw in something they do that is going to change the dynamic of leadership. Yep. Um, what that dynamic is, Could I not don't know. Could tell you. Yeah. I mean, me personally, I don't see Asa turning around and becoming it unless it's a situation where she bestows it upon him. It won't be a situation where it's a power struggle. It's more of a transfer of power in my mind. I don't see any way
2: that she would just... I mean, the only way she could transfer is just by marriage and stuff, but I don't think he would become Brendan just by marriage.
0: Uh, If anything, like I said, maybe she makes that one mistake and she decides that because of that mistake, she's not fit to be leader. Yeah. It, which you know they're 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 breaking new ground with everything they're doing now, so it's it, going to be interesting to see. No I mean, telling.
2: there's a lot of room for people to make errors here.
0: Absolutely, uh, of course, my man uh, Ryan Hurst, Lil Foster, uh, a lot to do with him in the previews. <laughs> yes, a lot. I'm um, very
2: excited because yes. he. He had a crappy, like, written role for the there first no six doubt. episodes.
0: There is no doubt. I mean, like, I know we
2: want him to be somebody else and everything, <laughs> but it, it's looking like this is the action-packed, you know, I'm bigger than you, I can yes. throw you around. And hustle. Opie's
0: dead, and by the way, <laughs> yes. When we were talking to Krista, like we said, I think the first season we really struggled with him.
2: Well, I mean, I don't know about we as much as somebody, you. <laughs> I'm going yes. to throw you under the bus here.
0: <laughs> don't put it in reverse, though. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I really feel like I think there was—I don't think I was alone. I think there was a lot of people who complained. Even if you remember that video we shared, where it had people who sent tweets out to the actors, and I mean, some of the funniest ones were. You know, Little Foster's a, a bitch. Yeah. And Little <laughs> Foster can't even kill himself if he tried. And not tried other. twice and couldn't fail third right, time. you charm. know. And so I think there's a lot of people out there who were not happy that Ryan Hurst's character was written well, the way it was.
2: And he wasn't happy with it. You know, you still him doing those tweets and stuff. He was like,
0: I agree. Yeah, so I'm willing to bet that we're going to appease the fan base. The writing is geared towards making him... A very likable, dynamic, badass character. And everything you see in the previews and everything we've read so far, there's not a single shred of him not being a badass. I
2: mean, I'm not seeing a pity party or anything. I'm seeing...
0: I'm seeing a guy who is taking out folks in in an altercation with multiple town folk. Bashing his head against prison bars. Taking Uh, out prison guards.
2: I mean, we see Stash with a broken arm
0: at some point, so... It's true that maybe these things are connected. Yeah, true that. There's no doubt. Speaking of Stash, aka Wade the Sheriff, if you didn't know if you hadn't listened to us last year, he will no longer be called Wade on this show. He's always the Stash. Stash. Even Uh, if he
2: somehow shaves that glorious uh, thing. Yes. But I will riot in yes. that stash. Disappears. Well, I mean, Let me let's tell be honest. Something. I'm not even sure if a razor could cut that.
0: thing. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I mean. It's like an extra fist, like Chuck
1: Norris. Yeah, you know, <laughs> <and> <laughs> just, like, get, get that thing out of here. One lift of the lip, <laughs> you, you're on the ground. And, you
0: know, um, but yeah, now you know. If you remember, the season ended when they're out there doing their stomping on the you know on the, on the top of the mountain with all the officers there. It's my knowledge is that they pick right up where they left off. Yeah. And we, if you check the preview and everything you see, you see a dynamic fight scene. Oh, yeah. And what I thought was cool about this was is that when you watch this scene where you see the battle royale between these two groups, you don't see officers using the firearms. No. You know, I, I watched a couple times. Maybe there's somebody who shoots you. But I think the deal is is that if you're an officer, you can't shoot these people because they're unarmed. It's just a That's bunch a of good point. There's a bunch of people stomping around, and it's hand-to-hand combat. You don't see people with weapons and sticks and no. Spears I mean,
2: because they had like the SWAT team. You know, they had the big. I don't know if they were AR-15s or what they were, yeah, well,
0: but they, yeah, they it looked like some compact yeah assault rifles. rifles and stuff, subcompact machine guns. But yeah, you know, not, they can't open up and all these people. I mean. Come on! Yeah, you know. no,
2: you'll need the tear gas or rubber bullets exactly. or something. So I
0: think it, you know, the reason that the mountain people are on the show still and not all of them annihilated with thirty thousand bullets across <laughs> all of them, but it's because they don't have weapons. They weren't weapons, and so they weren't they weren't shot and killed. It was more of a hand to hand combat, which so, is
2: interesting because you know a lot of the scenes you talked about with Little Foster is we were looking a little bit more man powered up. Yeah. Right? It looked like everyone had a gun of their own
0: and whatnot it did you know and that was a big struggle for season one is whether or not you needed to have guns not you know to have and that kind of stuff and that was the ultimate demise yeah um and so you made I a good think, case for them to not get those guns. exactly exactly you know um otherwise if one of them did have a gun we'd have probably half the clan with bullet holes in yeah them, you know uh so I, I think it's just another example of good writing another example of good setup for mm-hmm. the future and uh, so i do like that um As for Stash, the character, I think he is going to be a walking pity party. I think he is going to be constantly second-guessed, constantly looked down upon, constantly trying to prove himself to do something right and uh, righteous um, to... I mean, for his town, for himself, and I think it's going to be a constant struggle for his character, which is what makes that character so <laughs> so cool is that, you know, the stash is constantly struggling. Yeah, to do like he almost just
2: can't do anything right. And once he tries to do something right, he runs over a feral or, you know. Oh, exactly. He, he gets exactly. handed drugs or something. I mean,
0: there's a there's a cool scene where you see him that, you know, a feral killed a, you know, a, a town folk. And yeah, I'm going to Re- do what Reese's I got to do to get him, yeah. you know.
2: Um, his, uh what? Stepbrother? Is that what his brother-in-law is, is essentially who they're talking about is dead.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Brees. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, took a bullet to the face uh, the head, you know, like, uh, <laughs> and the head. You know, and I'll be honest with you. Oh, and a, one of the great scenes and great episodes of last year was that because who in their right mind expected to see something like that on the show? You didn't, yeah. you know? And, uh, I mean, do you think that they try to pin it on little foster? Because I mean, he
2: stash knows that it was big foster, but I mean, if Little Foster comes down and just says, I'm Foster, do you think that's why he's getting arrested well, if you looked at
0: Little Foster, would you consider him little or big? <laughs> well, I mean, you know. <laughs> Ryan like, Hurst is 6'4 yes. and is a monster of a man.
2: But I mean, it's like calling someone, you know, tiny. I mean, it's just like one of those things. True that. True that. Um, but I mean, do you think that he almost takes credit for it or do you think he just misrepresentation? No, I think,
0: uh, if anything, that or helps just, to the catalyst of why he is put in a yellow jumpsuit yeah. in prison. Because it's not like he's being held at lockup at Blacksburg; he's no. being he's going to
2: prison. Well, and that's another thing I wanted to ask you—you you know, not to get too far off topic—is do we think state police gets involved this season?
0: Um, uh, yes, I think uh, that one of the things we notice is is that we're going to have a new dynamic of evil or anarchist to the situation. I think uh, the girl we called the witch—you know, Grimes. Yeah, Haley I think Grimes. I think she gets replaced rather quickly. Oh. Oh, and kind of, I know it. You know, it's terrible because she, cause she did such a great job about being the villain. Uh, she did, but I think she failed. Yeah, I mean, and she.
2: We saw her lose a little bit of her luster and a little bit. Right. She never lost her meanness or anything, but some of her effectiveness. Uh, I yeah, would say.
0: yeah, I would say her effectiveness failed, and because of that, I think we get a new bad guy, um, and you see a character that is introduced mm. who gives Stash orders and. It's talking about you know making the town feel safe again mm-hmm. and things like that. And what's really cool about this it, it's about the same time you see uh, you know Stash freaking out during a parade that's going through town. I think they're setting up you know it's almost like the Boston bombing you know four years ago. Like yeah. We're gonna have a parade go through town. Something catastrophic is gonna happen. Oh, Not a okay. bombing, yeah. but you know we're gonna have um, we're gonna have the feral parade coming with it. You know, yeah, and,
2: you know maybe they hop down on their ATVs and everything. Something and you that's, know, that's gonna disturbs peace. And that's what ensues fence. Right, but that
0: and that's what's going to cause. All right, we need a new regime, a new plan to handle these people because it's finally reached the boiling point yeah. and it's tipped over and it's burning on the stove. You know what I mean? Can't and, wait. <laughs> see, there's no doubt. But uh, what? Uh, The last character, of course. You know, we got Hassel and you know Sally. Sally Ann. Ann. Um, of course, they they telegraph and say that you know I've made my decision. Yeah. Um, what do you infer this to mean? Uh, he's going to Sally Ann. Yeah, that's correct. Dave. Have you seen her? He's becoming town folk. Yeah. I, I don't blame him. No, you know? it was like Goodwill Hunting. I'm chasing the girl. I wouldn't even gone <laughs> back up the mountain. Yeah, like, um, uh, yeah no. Um, once I've seen a place with a roof, yeah. yes. Uh, Mac and cheese, like I mean. <laughs> marshmallows. Yes, yes marshmallows. Um, so yeah it looks like that and so just like before you had to find a way to make money and do things and we've seen these really cool scenes and uh these images well, we of know him doing fight. some street fighting yeah we know we've seen him fight before we know he's got yeah, that he's the uh kilted warrior yes you know Ooh. Um, you know so um yeah there's uh there's <laughs> there's there's some tons of social media and um uh, several pictures where it shows these guys going and people making funny memes about it and stuff. So it's uh it's definitely gonna be a factor for the next season. And so I'm I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. You know well, I, mean, I hope I they think- don't go too far over the top. I mean like Krista said on in our interview is is that he's innocent. He's still a young man, things like that. And you know, don't t- don't make him come out there like he is a spider monkey that can jujitsu taking folks out like it's banana. It still needs to be raw. It doesn't yeah. need to be a situation where it looks like he's been professionally trained oh, and he's beating think, up somebody. You know, I, what I I'm don't saying? think
2: it's ever going to look like that. Well, I hope
0: not. You know, because like even when he got into a fight with uh, Salian's brother Tariccolo, in mm-hmm. fact, fame this absolutely fabulous actor we spoke to. Um, you know, it looked authentic. It looked real. It looked, and we've said these words a hundred times, but it didn't look like, you know, he was a jiu-jitsu master yeah. taking a guy out. It wasn't too choreographed or anything. Exactly. It looked like it was the real, because yeah. being real-life people, you'd understand. In my job, I, I, I work with school-age children, and when you punch somebody, it's not like when you see the movie, they fall to the floor no. and roll get up, and then they cross. It's never that situation. Okay, let's just be honest with ourselves. All right. The reality of it is that you punch somebody nine times out of ten, one good lick, people are done. Yeah, I mean, it's just the reality. Or they just they grab you. You know, it's grab ass. You I mean, know? No, no one wants to get punched. Like yeah, I mean, yeah, that hurts. it hurts. <laughs> it, it stings. You know, and um, so that fight, you know, he got punched and it was realistic. And he dropped on top of him and being and, and it went down fairly quick for the situation. Yeah, but that was realistic. It's well written. It was well done. And do not go too far. With this whole Ultimate UFC Street yeah, Fighter, we don't thing. need a
2: three-minute fight scene. That's just unbelievable. Yeah, like you know, if
0: I see him get up with a bloody eye, going, "Celine, I'm on. I'm just going to turn the TV off." <laughs> you know, I don't need Balboa Mountain style. Okay, um, so you know, but uh, it'll be. I think it'll be interesting. Um, do I you mean, think
2: that Asa and Hassel's uh, relationship continues? Since they're get since we both predict them both kind of being off the mountain and everything.
0: Considering both of them, both
2: of them are
0: some form of outcast on the mountain, and they've always yes, kind of stuck together. I would say yes. That when the deal is, is that Hassel wants to be down there with Sally Ann. The only person who has experience with that is Asa. Asa. So I think that right there is going to be a part of it.
2: Yeah, because I mean, I definitely think Hassel gets Asa out of the cage and off the mountain and everything. And then they kind of stick together a little bit. But then Asa, and angry and everything, and then goes back up the mountain. Right,
0: right, right. Uh, so, one of the questions we talked about is, was feral wine going to be a big issue?
2: Man, I like we were talking about before we came back on the pod and everything, I just don't see him going to that well twice.
0: I don't. I think it played its part it is a non-factor for yeah. the future in my mind
2: um, I mean if they can find another cool creative way to bring it back I mean really I'm think all... about it.
0: three or four episodes last season was like people going wild over it and yeah. it kind of created a mini epidemic and who was selling it and that's what led to you know all these problems why rehash that again I just don't see it um, completely unnecessary yeah
2: we've played that card
0: uh, so what would you say your hopes are for this season if there was a hope out there Man, just to uh, see if we can integrate the
2: magic that, you know, we weren't really feeling it in the first two episodes that we really saw. We were a little down on it. And then by the end of the season, you know, I was all for it. And Um, see if we can just bring that back along with all the ghosts and who we think are ghosts, like that little girl and stuff.
0: Yeah. If you notice, there were several episodes that had a lot of this you know, like prophecies and kind yeah. of mystical stuff. They like, almost like aura or lore or right, something. You know, and not something that was so far out of bounds. You're like, okay, give me a break. Yeah. But things that were like, you were hoped were plausible and you hoped were real, authentic and realistic and played a part that made it really, really cool. You know? And I like that, you know, the, you know, like the, the owls moving around, the owls, the birds, you know, like Ed
2: still haven't seen those owls, man. Yeah,
0: really. I want evidence. Ed. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Ed Heavey, another great, phenomenal actor. Um, so, I mean, some of those things I really want to see. I want to see some new relationships. You know, we talked to, you know, uh, Craig and yeah. Shern and all that. We want to see the connection. We, I, I, mean, I like, want to see it happen. Two amazing actors. I, I can totally see it. Yeah. I mean, it really <laughs> needs to
2: happen. Like, There's no one else on the show that we really – you the opportunities there. It really is. They I put mean,
0: enough into those two characters where that would be a they're good They're both main characters. Exactly. We can
2: see them accomplishing a lot together.
0: Total plausibility. Yes.
2: Total plausibility. Just make it happen. Yes. Create the name. Let's work it out. <laughs> Come on. Absolutely. We we need we need them guaranteed.
0: Absolutely. Um I would say my one hope for this show is is that I want some background on some characters. We got a lot of verbal background and we got some, you know, insight here and there, but I would love to have some.
2: Like I said, we can create Clips. a 14th episode just so I can have the Asa yeah. background story. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah,
0: I mean, um, you know, they could do a little bit. You know, I, I think Stash's background, you know, like they talked a lot about his dad. I'd love to know, you know, there's a lot of theories you, out there, there about, are. about his wife and maybe she was on the mountain, maybe, you Do you know. think she was on the mountain? No.
2: No, I, I'm not buying I think
0: it. that, you know, people throw wild speculations out there all the time. And it makes a good gossip. I give that 100%. And not to say I could be completely wrong, (laughs) but I don't don't see it. I don't see the – what value does that bring to the table if that does come out? That's what I – I always look at something as like, okay, your theory. That's great. What would that produce for the show, and is that probative enough? So you find out Stash's mom was a mountain person. What does that change? I
2: think he would have been on the mountain more. Like I mean, I – at first, you know, I wanted to go with it and stuff, but – he would be more comfortable on the mountain and everything had his wife gone up there or had his mom been a mountain person.
0: Right. The only thing I could think of, which I think doesn't work for the show is, is that by doing that, that would mean that Stash would become maybe an advocate for the people of the mountain, thus becoming the new, becoming the new Asa of season two as being the gap between of trying to keep people on the mountains safe, but also...
2: But, I mean, he's never been an advocate. He was just... He wanted to let them be them and not right. have to worry about them.
0: So, I I just don't see that. I think they've played that card already. I think now it's got to be he's on a singular mission of redemption. Um, and the town has a new goal and a new facet to achieve it. And how the mountain people are going... Or the cousins, Farrell Shea, yeah. are going to... Go about it because you, like you said in previews, you see the, the new fence put up, which I'm still wondering how they got. Put Look, up, yeah, like you. that is
2: a <laughs> massive question mark to me because yes. I mean, like you said, we're picking up right where we left off, so uh, there, there has been no sign of a fence.
0: I don't know about you, but I put chain link fence together, it, it, it takes quiet, some time. No, and they're up on the side of a mountain.
2: Did Donald is Donald Trump president in this season, <laughs> or <laughs> I mean, is that where okay. our buddy went? Is that our fence?
0: Not only that, let's be honest with ourselves here, people. You had major equipment going in there to try to take people out, and they destroyed yeah. these major equipment. You think A this chain, whole chain link <laughs> fence is going to be the difference maker? Yeah,
2: they're just going to drive those ATVs right through the fence. Like. I
0: mean... Give me a break. I mean,
2: what is the thing, like so seven feet tall?
0: This fence is almost comical. You know what I mean? And I mean, so, they might as well just put a gate in the middle of I it. I mean, really. <laughs> lock it up when you leave, please. You know, where's the sign? Keys under the mat. Don't yeah, worry. I mean, so that but, that right there does me like, I'm shaking my yeah. head. If you could see the camera, I'm shaking my head. So,
2: But uh, since we were talking about Sasha and everything, do you think his kid plays any role in this season?
0: Um... I think, if anything, they'll build on why he do sleepwalks and what, if there's any motivations behind it. But I'm 50-50 on it. I want him to have more, but I think it's going to be more on a different point of view. Uh, either he's having problems at school with some kids because they're complaining about his dad stash, Ooh, whatever he's doing. Yeah. And so it becomes a personal struggle for the child due to dad being a... Yeah, but he's such a meek kid.
2: Like, I mean, I don't see... I don't know. That'd be tough to see him bullied.
0: I, I, but see, I could totally see the way they write him in that he could be like a, a bullied victim. Yeah, you know, and that you know your dad's the reason where we are today, and that leaves a problem. Unfortunately, that's a that's a very used storyline for kids and shows. Yeah, you know what I mean, but
2: yeah. I mean, I think he's gonna play. Not necessarily a big role, but I think something's going to happen to him, and I just can't think of anything creative good. What I would like to see,
0: and this is my wild prediction, is that the reason we sleepwalk is the reason the wife's gone. Okay. Say that he's sleepwalking and the wife leaves to go to try to find him and falls off a cliff or Ooh. gets died or hurt or something like that, and the kid doesn't even realize it, but we get that background. I like it. And there's an unveiling. You know what I mean? What's to say? I mean, this is so far out in the field is that, you know, we can estimate that she's been gone. I don't know. How old do you think this kid is? Six, seven years old? Yeah, I'd say around seven years old, Max. But we, you know, it's not like she left immediately after birth. No. So what's to say we couldn't go out there and find, you know, bones and they identify as the wife and that. The story is is that he was out sleepwalking. All, All right, right, no, we're I'm done. We're, we're done here. <laughs> I mean, Go, think about it. You that, know, we're uh, talking about a man apart. You no, know we're I mean. we're done.
2: <laughs> Shutting that theory down. <laughs>
0: Could be cool. Could be oh cool. man, come like, on, man.
2: No. <laughs> yeah, you're on your own. I can't even smell what you're cooking at this oh, point. Oh, you're not
0: scooping what I'm cooking. No, not even
2: close. <laughs> I'll, I'll take the ticket. Oh, whatever. But no, like for me, I just want. I think the kid brings the magic element all together for me. Like I don't know, like the lure of the mountain, the magic, and all of it. But I, I just want something, and I just don't know how to figure out what I want to happen with this kid.
0: Yeah, I'll be honest with you. Based on everything I'm seeing on the show, I don't know what the new central overall theme, other than the, you know, of course, don't get me wrong, there's people on the mountain, there's the town folk. The struggle, okay, is the theme is is that we still need the people off the mountain so we can continue for our production. Yeah, I mean, it's still got to be the big coal business. is the big main bad guy. But you're not going to repeat the same, okay, we're trying to infringe on them they're fighting back. There's got to be a new angle. And the preview doesn't really give you the new angle. No. And so I don't know. I'm very curious to what that is. And I'm having, I have a hard time even speculating what their angle could be to make this work. Mm. Yeah. I've really got nothing. Like, no, I, I didn't, I didn't have really... a good job of leaving you completely hung. Like, yeah. uh, you know, all you know is, is that it's super action packed. Yeah, well, we've it. got
2: a lot of singular storylines that we're wanting to build off and everything, but I haven't even tried to think about the main storyline. Exactly. what What's the uh, What's the agenda?
0: Exactly. Uh, what is the new agenda for the same goal? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Um, I'm hoping the new bad guy really brings that dynamic. Um,
2: and now that we think about it, what good does a fence do if we're trying to get
0: people off of a mountain? Amen. That seems That's very. Like this ca- this yeah. fence is—it's like yeah, going to bug The me. hypocritical item of, yeah. of the entire season so far. I mean, you thought we harped on the three-hour yeah. ATV ride, this <laughs> fence. I remember that. Uh, I swear. Uh, come on, yeah. There's no doubt. If they do that again, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> but, yeah, maybe
2: uh, we made some new trails or something. We just have a straight path <laughs> yeah, down now. Whatever. <laughs> this is scenic route. Yeah. Um, it's
0: called falling off the cliff. So yeah. Guys, if y'all think of a different thing or something we're completely off or you have a really cool theory you want to add to it, hit us up. Let us know on our Facebook page, um, our feed, whatever. Twitter. We're on Twitter. Gmail. Um, at we have TV. all those places on Bleed TV Podcast, man. And we talking to you people about the show and everybody and what they feel is what – it gets me going and we love to converse and we, a lot of times we add comments and different things to the next podcast. So um, anytime you feel spunky and want to throw something at us, do it. Um, We'd we'd love to give you a shout out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And you know, and guys, if you enjoyed the podcast, listen in for the rest of the season. We're going to, the shows comes on Tuesday nights. We usually podcast on Wednesdays and have it out Thursday for you guys. uh, Sometime sooner. It just depends and uh, we always look forward to uh, throwing feedback in there. Um, and if you really enjoy it, stick with us. And if you got a few extra minutes to give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or anything like that, uh, you know, spread the word, we really appreciate it. And that's how our podcast grows. We're 100% free, we don't ask for a dime, we don't fundraise, we don't do any of those things. We just do it because we love it and we love to converse with, um, you know, the average Joe about the show, meeting and,
2: different, awesome people. Yeah, exactly.
0: And like. like I said, we've got we've lined up some other actors from the show. Uh, and we're just super pumped to be able to talk to them. And we're going to try to hit it you know, weekly or bi weekly with them uh, to get that extra little spice and talk about the dynamic of the show from a different angle um, and somebody who's on it. So uh, if you got a few minutes, do your thing. Uh, other than that, guys, we're going to call tonight. And this is Bleed TV. And I'm Zach. And I'm Cash. And we'll see y'all next week at the premiere.